This is Steve Sherlock for Franklin Matters, Franklin Public Radio, anywhere on the internet, WFPR.FM, and in the local Franklin Mass FM radio dial 102.9. This session of the radio show shares my recorded conversations with Shilpa Aguri, Jenny Labolita, and Julia Dunell. These three are among the artists who are selected for the Franklin Cultural District Artsy Box Project. Yes, the Artsy Box Project is now fully visible in and around downtown Franklin. These three conversations were recorded in April 2023, before the painting had actually begun. This is the first of a two-part series. The second part is my conversation with Molly D. Molly and I did get to record after the Artsy Boxes were completed in June of 2023. In the conversation, each artist provides some of their background about their work, and in particular on their Artsy Box project. The show notes contain links to the photos showing the before, in process, and finished works. It was good to talk with Shilpa, Jenny, and Julia. I hope you learned something about their art and appreciate a little bit more about the role art can play here in Franklin. Here today with Shilpa Duri, one of the artists selected for the Artsy Box Project that the Cultural District is sponsoring. Shilpa, welcome. Yeah, thank you, Steve. Thanks for um, taking time to do this uh, and introduce myself. Uh, well, I've had this. some questions. They're like, what is this box? What are <laughs> people? I, I did post the original pictures of the green black boxes etc some and i didn't put it on all the posts i tried to vary it a little bit so somebody asked and said what is the box so <laughs> i added the picture but yeah. yeah so let's start you're an artist obviously what's a little bit of your intro so that people can understand well Where's Shilpa coming from? What's she doing this? (laughs) Yeah, definitely, Steve. I'm uh, Shilpa Aduri. I'm from Westboro. I used to live in Franklin before. And my brother, Kishore Kotapalli, he used to live in Franklin also. So I have so many friends around that area. And... Uh, the Franklin town is very supportive for artists. Uh, that's something that I really appreciate. And uh, I learned about this uh, utility box project through Amy Adams. Yes. She's a great artist and she's very helpful. And um, I, I just submitted my uh, projects uh, that I think will fit in well um, in, on one of the utility box. I was selected. I'm excited and I'm happy to do my one stroke technique on one of the utility box and make it more, you know, uh, attractive um, for the town. It'll be great. Mm, the visual yeah. appeal instead of yeah. the plain green, brown, whatever they are. Yeah. Should so be my, exciting. Yeah, definitely. So the one stroke technique, I mostly work on floral work. So I pick different types of floral, um, you know, floral projects uh, on it and with mixed combination of colors. Uh, make it brighter. Uh, whoever walks around, with, they'll definitely uh, stand there to take a picture. <laughs> that will be exciting to see. Oh, somebody, yeah. So Stop for me. somebody who's not an artist, can you explain a little bit more? What is your one stroke technique? Sure, definitely. So just explaining about my one stroke background, I started one stroke technique like 
six, seven years back around learning this technique. I used to do other arts, but I fell in love with this art form because I'm a full-time employee. I work for a biotech company as a software QA manager, and that takes most of my time and mm -hmm. family and <laughs> kids uh, taking care of them rest of the time. And you have a uh, set time for yourself and the one stroke art I when I just learned the technique it was quick and easy and within two hours you'll have a good finished project oh. um, with once you learn the technique so okay. I after I started this technique I did all the one stroke uh, related certifications like uh, level one level two there are different levels of one stroke oh, okay. certifications level two level three oversized certificate and now I'm now qualified to certify others. So I'm the only one in Massachusetts who's a one-stroke certifying elite director who's qualified to certify others. Oh. I also, yeah, I also have students from Singapore who are getting certified and some students in mass. I, I do like introductory sessions as well. And I, so that's a background on one-stroke technique. Okay. And, uh, um, something that I really enjoy and I want to spread that to others also who's interested. Um, Having not heard <laughs> of one stroke and now finding you're the only one that's certified to do it, I'm, I'm very curious. I definitely want to see what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in Massachusetts, yeah. So so Donna Dewberry is, uh, who is uh, the one who invented one stroke technique and uh, she's spreading around, like there are different uh, one stroke certified instructors all around. Right. Um, so there are seven or eight certifying elite directors in uh, US. Um, I'm one of them in Massachusetts. Yeah. Um, so I I have some of my students who did certifications who live in Franklin as well. So yeah, it's exciting to do this project and, uh, you know, get to show the art form to more people. And definitely, I think they'll enjoy doing this. Yeah. It, it sounds fascinating on multiple fronts and clearly from your personal perspective, obviously working full time, you've got a household, your kids, et cetera, and then you need your time. So you that's right. bucket accordingly and then achieve something within that time. Within that time. That's true. Yeah. And uh, getting your own time and enjoying something that you, you, you like and get the end result out of it is something. And also I, I, during pandemic, um, I do some social work also during pandemic. I, I know how doctors are stressed out. Mm -hmm. So I used to do all Zoom lessons free for all the doctor families, um, for all the kids, different sessions for, uh, you know, parents who are doctors. I used sure. to do that. And that they really enjoyed that. And I'm continuing to teach now. And once in a while, whenever I get an opportunity, I'll do some um you know fundraising kind of activities uh, mm -hmm. when possible <laughs> yeah yes that's Good. something that's fulfilling definitely <laughs> yeah so with i think there's multiple locations do you know your specific location and was there an approach in terms of what you want to do so that it kind of like really blends yeah. in or tell something about the location as well 
Yeah, the uh, for the location I chose that, that I was given, it's right opposite to the Indian restaurant, Mirchi, I think. Yes. Um, yeah, so right uh, next to that. Um, and all the floral work that I picked is uh, different color combinations where uh, rose on one side, like a, a, a vines falling down and a, a complete uh, picture of rose with leaves around with different color combinations that I chose. Um, and I submitted two, two projects and I, one of the projects got selected. And I'm looking forward to do it and uh, see how it goes. <laughs> mm hmm Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's that's going to be a prime location. And I walk frequently through downtown and go by there on a regular basis. Never mind just driving through. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that I'm sure that'll attract some attention. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I would want to see a picture of you with that once the project is done. That'll be great. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'll have to, I'll we'll have to create. And I don't know that yeah. the cultural district has created a tag yet. But there should be a tag, Artsy Box, Franklin, or some, something, um, so that people can, you and everybody else, creating your own projects, but then anybody coming along knows to use this tag so that then people can at least see the entire stream of tags of who's coming to visit, who's tagging, who's yeah, taking that'll pictures. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, that's a good idea. That will be great, yeah. <laughs> Well, I know you've got a busy schedule, so thank you for taking time to share this today. Um, I'm looking forward to it, and I'm sure those listening will be looking forward to it as well. And uh, I'm, if it works out and you're there and I'm there, we'll take some pictures of the in-process as well. So that'll be Definitely. Good. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. Thanks for your time and uh, looking forward to it. Thanks to everyone who's listening to this. And uh... We'll we'll see uh, once the project is done. We'll we will share share the project as well. <laughs> Here today with another artist for the Atsi Box Project, Jenny Labolita. Jenny, how are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. You know, as we're talking, it's kind of warm today. It doesn't really feel like April. Where's the showers? We haven't had that yet. No, went right to July. <laughs> but you know, it, it is what it is. We go with the flow. So yes. you were selected as part of this Atsi Box project. So for the listeners, uh, can you tell us a little bit about you, uh, your maybe your Franklin story, something about your art, and then we can get into the project itself. Sure. Yeah. Um, and I'm so excited and honored to to be chosen. It's my first um, mural for a utility box. So um, I'm very excited. But yes, I um, I work full time as a behavior therapist in um, public school. And I've always painted and drawn for as long as I can remember. It's always been a great creative creative outlet for me. Mm, yes. Um, so the past few years, I started doing craft fairs and getting my artwork out there more and really inspired by nature and what I see around me, like especially flowers, birds, people. But yes. And a long time ago, I worked with a client in, in Hoppington. We used to go to Franklin to the YMCA there. Um, we do some of the playgrounds, some of the, the stores, I think. And so I have fond memories of going to Franklin um, and I thought, you know, it would be great to 
put some flowers some cheerful flowers and uh, hummingbirds on the utility box for people to see when they drive by and instead of this relatively bland black yeah. gray green whatever as like, people kind of ignore them as they go by exactly maybe slow down and and take a Whoa, look what's that yeah. on the corner what's that <laughs> yes hopefully not causing any accidents because <laughs> yeah <it's> no, <laughs> no accidents but yeah yes. do you know which location you have selected um, or been selected for <laughs> oh my gosh it escapes me right now oh that's okay so you were talking of flowers and hummingbirds and birds, et cetera. So you, you've got that scheme to fit in. Yep. I've got the design and that was what was chosen. So I'm excited to get out there and get started. And I know at least from walking around this week, I was anticipating DPW would be yeah. doing the priming to set it up for you, but it's not there yet. So. <laughs> So I'm sure they're so busy with um, getting everything ready for spring and right weather weather pending. So yes, yeah, they do have to. They do have a lot on their plate. There's other fields to maintain. I know there's a lot of potholes they've been fixing. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes, for sure. There's no lack of work, but no. there's a need for art, and that's one of the things you'll be helping to contribute to. So that's yes, good. definitely. I think um, art is so it's so important to have and to inspire people, motivate, or just slow them down a little bit and kind of stop and smell the roses type of mm -hmm. thing. Yeah, and from your behavioral work as well, do, do you use art in some of that therapy way as well, or do you just do you have other specific client things that you need to just focus on as well? Yeah, no, I um, I mean the creative part comes to when we I need to um, think outside the box right um, that helps me but I don't really do any painting or drawing with um, the clients or anything yeah it's a different kind of behavioral piece and I totally yeah. appreciate there's a whole realm of that so is there anything else you'd like to let the folks know in terms of the art and its positioning or representation no I'm just I get I was inspired by nature um, hummingbirds especially um they're so rare to see and um i thought it would be nice to have that painted out for the public to see you know and with my artwork i do i do it on the side so i'm usually creating cards and bookmarks for people um do a craft fair once in a while but put my stuff on instagram so people can see it and hopefully get more of it out there to people mm -hmm. so having worked in kind of a small format cards whatever mm. now going to what it's like a three by five space yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a little bigger it's a little bit bigger i've been um i actually been practicing on my one of my walls i painted it white and started doing a mural on there so i um wouldn't go out there and get it be in shock <laughs> yeah it's like wait a minute how do i do yeah. this <laughs> yeah larger scale yeah yes. well thank you for taking the chance to put your name in the hat where I'm looking forward to uh, seeing what it looks like in its new location. <laughs> yes. I'm so excited. Yes. And um, stepping out of my uh, comfort zone and getting out there is great to do. And I'm so glad that I've been chosen for one of them. Well, thank you.
Thank for taking you. The time, taking time this afternoon to give us some info and uh, we'll share it with the listeners and Franklin residents so that they'll know, oh, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I hope. Good. Well, thank you very much. Yes. Here today with Julia Duenel. Good morning, Julia. Good morning. Are you excited about the Otzi Box Project? I am excited. Oh, good. It sounds like it's going to be a really cool thing. I mean, Otzi Box, people are going to say, well, wait a minute, what's going on? (laughs) There's utility boxes that are on street corners. People just kind of like go by, go by. It's like, uh, but now you're going to decorate them with something that's going to catch somebody's attention, hopefully. Yeah, I'm excited. I've seen other towns do it, so I'm glad Franklin is doing it. And for the listeners, uh, it's a coordination through a grant from the Franklin Cultural District. And I think there's seven or eight artists have been picked for their project to be implemented on a variety of boxes in and around downtown. And yours, I think, is on the corner of the common near St. Mary's Church. Yes. So that'll be a prime spot. There tends to be a lot of traffic at certain times of the day going through there. So a lot of people will get to see that. Yeah, it's exciting. I've never noticed the utility boxes before. They're so overlooked. So now I think it'll be really shocking. Instead of being the black, gray, green, whatever the colors are, sometimes they got plastered with stickers and stuff. And it just, they're, they're okay. They're on the sidewalk. They're by the side of the road. Now they'll just kind of like jump out and catch somebody's attention. <laughs> yeah. So Anything about your art? Uh, This is your first kind of outdoor project like this, or have you done other things similar? Uh, This is my second public art project. Last year, I painted a trash barrel for Milford. Oh, cool. Similar type, outside, exposed, et cetera? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I'm excited to try this. It's going to be a bigger project, but I think it'll be fun. And you'll use kind of the four sides of the box. I mean, the trash barrel certainly is round. It's a little smaller, potentially. I don't know how big the trash barrel is, but your box, at least from what I've seen of it, it's it's a pretty good size box. I mean, it's not yeah. the biggest ones I've seen, but it's, it's a good size. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty big. Uh, yeah, my design is a puzzle coming together to create an image of tulips. Ooh. And where it's positioned for people who may not recognize, but it's on the, let's see, directionally, it's certainly on the corner of Main Street opposite St. Mary's, but with the flower beds and the memorials right there, I think the tulips will fit nicely into that setting. Yeah, I'm excited. And you've been doing art for a while. Did you just wake up one morning and say, I got to do art or has been a developing process over time? Uh, Yeah, I graduated from Wheaton College in Norton in 2021 with an art degree. And I was an art teacher for a bit last year. And now I'm just doing it as much as I can. I have a a series ongoing right now, painting spots around Franklin. Um, So far, I've finished the Pacini Shoe Store downtown. And that painting is actually up in the Escape into Fiction gallery. Oh, right now. good. 
I th I remember seeing that one because yeah, the Pacini Shoe Store. For those who have been in Franklin, I mean, it's a unique, iconic place, and I think you certainly captured as you walk in the door, you know, kind of the look and the feel of the shoe store, and it's just full of stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was really fun to do. Um, I started painting interiors in my senior year of college. Um, actually when classes switched to Zoom and suddenly uh, yes. my professors and peers are looking into my room, which was bright pink and flowered wallpaper. And I thought, uh, I think it's time to repaint my walls, but I was attached. So I set up my easel in my doorway and did a painting of the old bedroom. And then it kind of spiraled from there. I ended up doing my whole senior final on a series of interiors going into college obviously you selected the art major you had done art before that was or was that something that developed during college yeah i had done art before i've been taking classes in ap art in high school um it wasn't always just going to be art i also have a public health degree but um yeah i i knew i would be doing art and there's a relationship, I think, intentionally in your mind, I recognize it in terms of health and art. Art certainly is of a, a pathway to better health, I think, but I may be biased. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Do you want to continue to try and find something in that space? It sounds like other than teaching, which is certainly related to that, you know, kind of in the public health, using art, et cetera, is something you're, you're still looking in that arena, I, I would assume? Um, yeah, I, I think I've moved away from public health a bit and I've just, I've been working remote and actually when I was teaching art, it was part-time and I was thinking, oh my gosh, I have all this time to be painting and, but I also had all this time to sleep in and I also mm. had time <laughs> for other things. And so now that I'm more busy, now that I'm full-time, I find that the second I'm done with work, I want to be working on my painting and anything I can. And so I've been making a lot more art in these four months than I did in all of last year, mm -hmm. which is really interesting. Going back to the Pacini work that I visualized, had you talked with Victor in terms of developing that and doing that? Or Yeah, he was great. I just walked in one day and I was like, I'm an artist. Can I photograph your space for a painting and that was in maybe July of last year and I did not even start the painting until September of last year and so I think he kind of forgot about it a little bit uh -huh. it took so long um and then same thing I just walked in one day it was actually his birthday happened to be when oh, I then fortuitous. <laughs> I know with the finished thing. And then I was able to invite him to the gallery opening. He was great. Everyone I've photographed a few places in Franklin. Everyone's been super great about that. Um, mm -hmm. And he's an artist for people that don't know. So yes. I, a lot of his paintings are also in my painting because his paintings are scattered around his store. Yeah. My daughter, when she, well, she went through Franklin high and back in the old building, the gallery 218 um, had an art show at the time. And mm, 
probably 2009, 10, something in that neighborhood of uh, alumni of the high school. And Victor also had a couple of paintings in that. Uh, my daughter, Allison, had a painting. And I, I still have a picture of the two of them having a conversation <laughs> in the gallery about the art and et cetera. It was, just, it was a cool shot. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, there's a big community in Franklin. My grandfather grew up in Franklin, actually grew up with Victor. So, oh, um, yes. yeah, it's great. And I've photographed um, hair designs by Helene and Co. It's kind of down by Walgreens. And mm -hmm. my grandmother's been going there, um, as far as I can remember, probably longer. So okay. yeah. that's my next painting. It's almost done. And mm -hmm. then... I photographed the library and that'll be my next one. Now the library, obviously the outside is rather iconic. The inside has some unique spaces. Did you pick anyone in particular or, you know, it could be a whole series just in the library potentially. <laughs> I know it definitely could be. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of in that space with those murals on the wall. I don't mm, know. What the yeah, called, kind of a main, main reading room, I think. Yeah, it's sort of looking in to there from the hallway outside. It's a neat perspective. It'll be yeah. fun to do. Now that I've been retired and walking around to do some of my reporting, that's a convenient spot to just go in, sit, pull open the laptop, just maybe even listen to a podcast and some of the comfy chairs by the, the old fireplace. But you're in this space that's just awesome. <laughs> Yeah, it's beautiful. I hadn't been there in years. I actually joined the Franklin Art Association um, in December when they were having a critique day. And I brought mm -hmm. my painting of Victor's store in there. And I sort of asked if anyone has any ideas what my next one should be. And people said the library. So oh, good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so the art, the art Association, I think, if I recall correctly, meets monthly on Wednesdays at the Senior Center. So you're becoming active or more active in that? Yep. Yeah, it's been uh, a lot of fun. And I'm really glad that I joined and, and kind of learned about that group. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing what you're going to do on the corner. I'm sure others will be saying like, What's this? What is it? Oh, that looks good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to start painting finally. Excellent. Well, thank you for taking some time to explain a little bit about you and your art. And we look forward to seeing it and the rest of the art as it happens. And I'm sure as you continue your series, w let me know. We can let people know as to where to find you other than you know, Victor's store and whatever else you do, the library, of course. Um, yeah, we look forward to uh, seeing the rest of your work. Great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. And for the listeners, we do this because Franklin matters. We are now producing this in collaboration with Franklin TV and Franklin Public Radio. This podcast is my public service effort for Franklin, but we can't do it alone. We can always use your help. How can you help? If you can use the information that you find here, please tell your friends and neighbors. If you don't like something here, please let me know. Through this feedback loop, we can continue to make improvements. And I thank you for listening. For additional information, please visit franklinmatters.org. 
If you have questions or comments, you can reach me directly at suresteve at gmail.com. The music for the intro and exit was provided by Michael Clark and the group East of Shirley. The piece is titled Ernesto Manana, copyright Michael Clark and Tintype Tunes in 2008, and used with their permission. I hope you enjoy. By the way, you can also subscribe and listen to Franklin Matters Radio on your favorite podcast app. Search in podcasts for Franklin Matters.